the gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this ride that was played in two time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out the window. Trying to hold on, but you didn't even know. Wasted it all just to watch Welcome to another Just Informed Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Craig James. Hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving weekend. I know I sure did, and I have a lot to be thankful for still, including you guys listening, whether you're listening live here in the Front Range on 1360 KHNC on the AM dial, or you're listening online at 1360KHNC.com, or you're listening to the live stream over at Rumble. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you guys had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and we have a lot to cover, though. Of course, the news never stops, and it did not stop for the holiday. We're going to get into some very interesting stories today. I'm going to try to hit on a little bit of everything, including this major um, push to take down Trump again. This is nothing new, but we have to keep watching it evolve because it is what they're going to continually push to try to destroy trump and it is the the paradigm the archetype of what they're going to use when they come after you and me and they've already done that in a lot of ways and they're going to continue to do it so whatever you see them do to trump today you can bet your bottom dollar and at some point in the future they will try to use that against you and i so that's something to keep an eye on plus uh, i'm hoping to use the show here today to play a segment i thought was really powerful there was a debate between vivek ramaswamy and a pretty hardcore trump supporter named rogan o'handley who is the uh infamously or famous for his twitter account and social media accounts uh, known as dc drano it's a powerful piece which i'm going to try to play some clips from because it answers a lot of the questions head-on about what we, the MAGA base, I, I think I can speak for myself, but maybe some others, have concerns about with Vivek, and he takes them on you know, head-first, which I like. I thought that was a good, a, a great uh, little interview. I'm going to try to play some clips from it later in the show. But, <clears throat> of course, the... Big story of the day now is that they're they're out there pushing what has been referred to in the media as quote unquote Trump death porn. And this is no surprise, but we heard Tucker and others talk about this as being a real possibility. You look at what happened to JFK, for instance, and you understand that when somebody tries to stand up against these powerful institutions they become an enemy of the state. And when you're an enemy of the state, as Chuck Schumer put it so eloquently, the intelligence community has six ways from Sunday at getting it back at you if you cross them. So it is no surprise that now we have the fake news pushing 
this new narrative on Trump's death in the middle of the 2024 presidential election. Here is the story. We have uh, first Democrat Representative Dan Goldman said Trump needs to be eliminated. That was uh, one of his tweets, I believe, or one of his statements. Now Business Insider is fantasizing about how Trump's death and or about Trump's death and published a piece titled, Here's What Happens If Donald Trump Dies Donald Trump Dies While Running in the Twenty Twenty Four Presidential Election. It says, quote, If Trump dies while seeking re-election, a few different things could happen, depending on when he dies and how close it is to Election Day. If Trump died during the primary season, which ends in mid-June, some states may postpone their scheduled primaries. However, if Trump died during the primary season and before June, some states may postpone, uh, or excuse me, if Trump died after the last primary contest, but before the Republican National Convention, the other GOP presidential candidates would have to make a case to every state delegation at the convention for why they should be party's nominee. And if Trump secured the GOP nomination but died between the convention and the election day 2024, the RNC would convene to select another presidential candidate. And this is nothing new that they are out there you know, fantasizing about this, but it is telling. They always forecast what their next move is, right? I mean, that's one of the hallmarks of how these people operate. They, they will inevitably tell you what they're going to do before they do it. Now, I'm not saying that Trump is going to die, but I'm saying that now the narrative is floating from Trump is Hitler, which is, is I think it's a failing narrative because people are not stupid for the most part. I mean, there are some idiots out there. Don't get me wrong. But when you get on national TV like Joe Scarborough, right, on MSNBC, and you start talking about how Trump is Hitler and the MAGA people are Nazis and they're going to take revenge on their enemies and all of this stuff, most people, I would imagine, who aren't completely deranged lunatics hear that and go, wait, what? Trump's Hitler? Like, what are you even talking about? That doesn't even make sense. And when they do that, the thin veneer of truth and impartiality that, and objectivity that they try to present with these fake news uh, propagandists on TV, it peels back. And the more it peels back, the more desperate they become because they understand they can only sell their narratives to their cult following. Now, a lot of people call people like myself and, and maybe some of you out there listening cultists because we, we support Donald Trump. But, I mean, I would argue that unlike cultists, we will sit down with anybody and have a conversation if they're willing to have a civil debate and dialogue conversationally about you know where we may agree, where we may disagree, and try to find some middle ground. The only thing that I would say is my, you know, line in the sand, if you will. I will not compromise my religion. I will not compromise my belief in Jesus Christ. If you, if you try to make an argument against Jesus Christ and my faith, good luck, because you're not going to get anywhere, because I've put my faith solidly in him, and I know that he is my Lord and Savior, that he is the Savior. And I'll tell you what, beyond that, though, if we're talking about having a conversation, sure, you know, I'll have a conversation with anybody. 
Whereas you try to talk to some of these leftists and they've checked out, you know, they, because they don't have God. And I believe in a lot of cases, mostly not going to say every case because that, you know, we got to go by case by case, but broadly speaking, when you take away God out of the equation, right. And you, that's what these people, their, their life becomes their political identity. Their life becomes their sexual identity. Their life becomes their racial identity or, or whatever, so on and so forth. They don't have the peace in their heart that comes from a, a relationship with God and having that solace and knowledge that the eternal salvation is there and that, you know, what happens in this fallen world ultimately will come to nothing because God wins. They depend on what color their skin is or what sexual partner they select to have or what, you know, political party they affiliate with. These things become who they are and they become that's why these people become so fanatically driven and and i would argue immoral and because they don't have a moral compass their moral compass is based on cultural marxist ideology right and this belief that it's it's inside of you know their their subjective truth is the reality in which so when we come back though I have some other interesting articles I want to share and some other news that we're going to cover. I'm even going to play a little bit of Trump's latest statement where he skewers Joe Biden. It's pretty interesting. So you're going to want to stay tuned for that and a whole lot more. Remember, what they're trying to do to Trump, they're going to try to do to us tomorrow or the next day or the next month or the next year. So if we don't stop this now... Mark my words, it's only going to get worse from here. We have to take a stand. Stay tuned. We'll be back after the break. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back. Trees make you feel good, and the Tree Farm's 50-cent tree sale will make you feel even better. Buy the first tree at regular price and get a second tree for only 50 cents. Choose from thousands of shade trees, flowering trees, evergreen trees, and more. Buy one 6-8-foot-tall aspen clump for $169.50 and mix and match another tree for only 50 cents. That's two trees for only one seventy. You take I-25 to exit 235, then five miles west to the Tree Farm. Hi folks, this is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, of course, before the break, we were discussing, you know, where the left finds their identity. 
and how they are essentially what you would call cultists. And, and you know it's funny because inevitably, in every case almost, what they are guilty of, they accuse you of. And we know that because it's, it's almost like a cliche thing, but, but cliches are cliche because they're true. You, you know, you hear that cliche, right? The cliche about cliches is, so what they've done here is they've started fantasizing about Trump's death. Now, they're not saying whether it's going to be assassination or old age or something of that nature, but they are talking about, well, what would happen if Trump died now or later or at this point or at that point? And they're starting to write news articles about it. And of course, I, I said earlier in the show that this is like the the slow progression from where they've demonized Trump. Like, think of where we've come, folks. At first it was, oh, he's an egotistical billionaire, you know, who's who's out of touch with reality, right? And then it was, oh, but he's actually a Russian spy. And then you're like, wait, what? He's a Russian spy. Where did that that came out of left field, right? And then it was, uh, but yeah, no, but he's actually a racist. He's actually a racist. You're like, oh, you mean the guy who was like friends with Don King and all these different uh, other people? Well, he's not. He's also he's also a misogynist, and he hates Mexicans. And you're like, wait, what? You mean that, that time he said he wanted to keep rapists and murderers from coming into America is was proof of what you're saying? And then it drifted from there into, well, you know, he's a Nazi. He's Hitler. It's like, wait, he's Hitler? Like, really? What? I don't recall the gas chambers, you know, or any of that stuff, unless I missed something. And now it's, it's well, he's going to die. And do you see how we've slowly progressed? Now, in between that, you could probably find a thousand other things that they've called him and threats they've made against him. I reference commonly here, uh, regularly here on the show, what Chuck Schumer said, because it's such an important statement. And, it, and not only does that, that clip play out to show how the left has weaponized the deep state against its political adversaries and the neocon rhino establishment people. But that clip is fascinating. I almost want to pull up again and play it because it's with Rachel Maddow and her reaction is so telling about how the propagandist media works. Um, Essentially what she does in that clip is she just, Essentially, she just says, instead of being shocked that Chuck Schumer is suggesting that the intelligence agency is going to go after one of its political enemies, she just basically goes along with it and says, you know, oh, well, that that seems normal. And let me see if I can find, I'm trying to, you know... My brain doesn't work that great. I'm trying to do two things at once. How about that for a, a novel thing to try to do? I'm trying to, to talk and 
uh, pull up clips here. Let's see if I can find a clip of this because this, this is very important. Anyway, I'll, I'll get it later. The point is, when you listen to that conversation between Chuck Schumer and Rachel Maddow, you get this very uh, in-depth look into the mindset of not only the weaponized intelligence services and their cronies who they have blackmailed or you know compromised in Congress, but the fake news propagandist establishment media and how they operate as well. That whole conversation is nothing short of shocking, if not just for the fact that you have Rachel Maddow and Chuck Schumer talking about how they want to get back at Donald Trump. And I have a couple of clips. Let me see if I can find Yeah, here. I have a full clip. I think this is the full clip. I want to play it because this is going to give you an insight into the mindset of these people, right? I think it's very important. We have to have an insight into what they think and how they operate. And it's always good to have a reminder of how this all works. I think this is a clip, hopefully, that will play here and then I'll show you. Listen to this. Let me ask you, I don't know if you have seen this. I don't want to blindside you with this. This is a... This is um, the latest statement, latest tweet, as you were just saying. The president-elect's latest latest unsolicited pronouncement on the intelligence community. This was his tweet just a little while ago tonight. You see the scare quotes there. The intelligence briefing on so-called Russian hacking was delayed until Friday. Perhaps more time needed to build a case. Very strange. We're actually told, intelligence sources tell NBC News, since this tweet has been posted, that actually this intelligence briefing for the president-elect was always planned for Friday. It hasn't been delayed. But he's, he's taking these... Shots, this antagonism yep. is taunting to the intelligence Let me tell community. You, you take on the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated I don't know, to? but I, from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about them. And we need the intelligence community. We don't know what's going Look at the Russian hacking. Without the intelligence community, we wouldn't have uh, discovered it. Do you and we, think he has an agenda to try to dismantle parts of the intelligence community? I mean, this form of let me tell taunting you, hostility. Whether you're a super liberal Democrat or a very conservative Republican, you should be against dismantling the intelligence community. So I, I play that clip to give you an idea of the mindset that is in, has been installed like an operating system on these leftists pr- pr- primarily, but also the neocon establishment rhinos, to have this knee-jerk reaction and not only defend the intelligence community in its corruption and its, its malign influence, but then further to use it as a threat against others and to, to use it as a thing to, to be like... Uh, to instill to instill fear in people, right? The way Chuck Schumer says that is, you should be afraid of the intelligence community and how they can get back at you. Well, what does that mean? That's that's a veiled threat. That's saying what Donald Trump is saying, challenging and critiquing the intelligence community, is going to make him vulnerable to their attacks, meaning that they aren't serving the American people. They have a mission to not only uh, protect themselves, right? 
they're self-sustaining, they, they are self-serving, but further, they're a weapon that is to be wielded offensively, right? So that is why when I bring up this Business Insider article where it's talking about Trump, you know, dying, and then it has all these, you know, scenarios with Trump dead, and this is all coming after they pushed the whole Nazi narrative, which is falling flat on its face because people aren't stupid and they see through it. I have to, to pull this up to remind everyone that these are the same people that then were saying the intelligence community is a weaponized service that they employ against their political enemies. Right? And Trump is the enemy of that weaponized system now. And again, this points to what I was saying before that what they're doing to Trump today should serve as a stark reminder that they will use it against us tomorrow if we let them get away with it with Trump now. And I'm not saying that's the only reason you should support Trump. I think he is the best candidate. I think he has the best ideas. I think he has the motivation. I think he's got the the position, the politics, everything kind of squared away. But beyond that, remember that what they're doing right now, right, it's been happening. I mean, this clip I'm playing you is from, I think this was like back in 2016. Or seven, it was 16, because he was incoming as president, and they were, they were talking about this briefing that he was supposed to have. Maybe it was 17. But he was having this briefing scheduled to be briefed on what Russia was up to and how he basically was supposedly a Russian agent, which was a complete fabrication, now we know. But back then, the intelligence community wouldn't even have a conversation with Trump to tell him, oh, by the way... We had Operation Crossfire Hurricane running with Peter Strzok and Lisa Page, and it was all green light lit by James Comey and uh, James Clapper, and John Brennan was involved, and they were literally running a, 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 a disinformation campaign against him to frame him for crimes he never committed, so that then they could use that to try to get him. To, first, they tr- used it to try to fix the 2016 election, then they used it to try to get him impeached. And this is just a fascinating world that we have lived in or a time that we are coming into where, you know, I, I'm mildly concerned, I'm not going to lie. It is, it is looking uh, darkest, but it's not that the worst. Considering the fact that they think of Trump as a vampire, and Victor Davis, Victor Davis Hanson puts it very well, He articulates it by saying, quote, they look at Trump as a vampire and they put a stake in his heart uh, and they put a stake in his heart, but they're afraid that that stake could come out any time, quote unquote. He also goes on and argues that the perception that the perception among Trump's adversaries is that he is now more formidable and justified in his anger due to perceived injustice against him saying, quote, they are terrified of him because they think he's smarter this time and he has just cause to really get angry because of what they did to him, unquote. Now, well, of course, how could you not see this, or how could you see this any other way? It would be my question. 
we all, those of us who are paying attention and who aren't infected with the quote-unquote woke, woke mind virus, we see this clearly for what it is. Any rational person has to at this point, because they've, they've either done one or two things. They've either taken a step back and gone, wait, Trump's Hitler? Like, what are you even talking about? Or they've drank the Kool-Aid and they're just like, Trump's Hitler! Ah! You know, it's like, there's literally those two people in this world at this point. And I hate to say that, but it's just true. Talk to your, I mean, I'm sure a lot of you had your liberal uh, left-wing family members at uh, dinner over Thanksgiving, perhaps. And maybe you yourself caught a first glimpse of this. Where you're having a conversation, and all of a sudden it's like, Trump's Hitler! Joe Scarborough said so! And you're like, wait, Trump's Hitler? Like, how do we go from like, Trump is, you know, kind of an eccentric billionaire who we all like on The Apprentice to Hitler reincarnate, ready to put the gas chambers up. You just, he just, if he gets in one more time, that's it. He'll do it this time. It's because they've been programmed to, to have this one directional thinking that it can't go back. The cognitive dissonance there essentially is, if they stop believing that Trump is Hitler, it will shatter their worldview. And again, like I said, these people, in a lot of scenarios, I'm not going to say all, in a lot of scenarios are, are godless. And they build their identity on their you know racial identity or their sexual identity or whatever identity. And it's all part of the cultural Marxist agenda to get people thinking in these terms of division and to be thinking in a way that you know is is a fragile house of cards really and they protect it with everything they have because <clears throat> for them to admit that they were deceived means they are they are idiots and they can't accept that reality cuz and they don't want to you know if you believed everything that Joe Scarborough and, and Nina or whatever her name is, his wife, um, and all these other people. I was thinking of Nina Jankowitz, the uh, Ministry of Truth lady. But if you believed what all these people were saying, I mean, you could imagine how fragile your worldview is because as soon as the truth pierces through your lies, a lot of things come into question that most people, especially ones who have gone down this path, don't want to question. Well, if I was lied to about that, what else have I been lied to? They don't want to open that can of worms. They want to put on their queer flags and say Palestine is, should be free. Hamas is great. Because they're programmed to do it. And it's easier for them. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately, while helping you gain greater control of you and your family. 
family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its people. I want you to take a second today to go to the T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return. That's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. That's 888-Y-REFI-24. Tell them Joe sent you. Suck punch somebody on a sidewalk Carjacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Stomp on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough well, Try that in a small town Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And uh, before we get further, I want to play some clips and get into some more news articles. And I'm going to try to play that uh, Vivek Ramaswamy video here later and, and kind of do a commentary of it. Um, I do want to thank one of the sponsors, thefreedompeople.org. And I want to encourage you guys, if you haven't tried them out, they will help you in so many different ways. But if you just want to figure out what they can do for you in particular, whether it's protecting you, you and your family, you, your family, and your business, whatever it is, give them a call today. All you have to do is go to the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org and click the schedule a call button. When you do that, there'll be a calendar that pops up. Pick a date, pick a time, and they'll give you a free 30-minute consultation. And look, worst case scenario, you get a bunch of valuable information that will help you be more informed and able to make decisions for yourself, your family, and your business in the future. Best case scenario they're going to help you do some stuff that you wouldn't have otherwise done, like set up an express trust or a private membership association or whatever, whatever other things that they are much better at explaining than I am. So what you should do is go to their website, thefreedompeople.org, click the schedule a call button, schedule your call, and let them know I sent you. Just say, hey, I heard you over on Just Form Talk Radio, because that would help me out. But like I said... The information that they can give you just in that free 30-minute consultation is is very valuable in and of itself. And once you start talking to my friends over there, you'll see what I saw, which is that these are patriots who want to help like-minded fellow patriots and help put us in a better position to be able to take care of ourselves, our family, and our business so that we can transcend this tyranny that is being thrust upon us. So 
that's my that's my pitch for them, and I want to thank them for sponsoring the Just Informed Talk radio show. That that really is uh, awesome. So, going on with what we were talking about, you know, the funny thing is to me too that we talk about this this evolution, right? This transgression or this uh, how how it's uh, you know. I was going to say transgress, but how it's evolved would be a, a more appropriate way of saying it. The evolution here of, you know, we go from Trump is like this quirky, eccentric businessman who we like, he's funny on online, to Trump's uh, Russian agent, to, well, Trump's actually a racist and a misogynist, to Trump is Hitler, to, well, you know, what does that mean? Why do you say Trump is Hitler? You say it because you're trying to create the narrative that if something were to happen to him, as in, like, he is assassinated, that the ends are, like, justifying the means there. Because what do people always say? It's, like, the common thing. It's like, well, if I had a time machine, I'd go back and I'd kill Hitler first thing. It's like, well, then, when you call Trump Hitler, you know what you're basically saying. You're saying that it, people should have, people should be acting on that notion. And I think that's disgusting. I think this is this is reckless and wildly dangerous but that's what they're doing and i referenced this business insider article where they they're going through like oh well what if trump dies at this today or tomorrow or the next day oh what would, what would we do oh it would be. and and they're doing it because again this this hitler trope is falling on deaf ears really because if i'm a leftist even right now some of these people like i said they're in the cult they've drank the kool-aid they're They've put the, the proverbial blinders on, and they can't see what's happening around them. And, it, and anything that contradicts their worldview or their what they've created as their identity, which is not based in God mostly, uh, I would say mostly, the vast majority, I would say probably, build their identity based on like social status, racial identity, sexual identity, et cetera, et cetera. When these, these things come up that would otherwise shadow shatter their worldview they just ignore it right out so you know here's the, the way that victor davis hansen puts it and i love this article because i think it it definitely kind of puts a, a pin on what we're seeing here and he says in a broader reflection on the state of american politics that the polarized environment where the allegiance party ideology trumps objective assessment uh, of policies, he puts it like this, quote, they start with a deductive principle, we are better, and therefore the, the following must happen, right? That, that's the deductive logic which they, they work from. In, in a way, it's always, well, we have the moral high ground because we're not racist and we're not sexist and we're not misogynist and we're not this and we're not Hitler. And it's like when you start from that point of, of logical, uh, you know, deduction, as I say, this deductional, uh, de deductive principle, if you will, as Victor Davis Hansen puts it, then, of course, every argument you make is going to sound in your mind like it's it's the most virtuous the most uh you know m morally but i use the word moral loosely because these people don't have morals in a lot of ways they think they do but they really don't because they they the, and, and why do i say that right because morals suggest that you have 
a standard which you will not compromise for anything, right? Meaning, if I morally think one behavior is wrong, I can't say, oh, well, this behavior is wrong unless it's in this scenario, right? I have to think if I'm morally following what a moral is, then I follow the logic that morally this is wrong wherever it's done. Meaning, I'll give you an example. So like racism, right? Me as a person, this is specifically speaking for myself, I'm, a, I'm like a Martin Luther King Jr. type guy. I mean, I, I'm not saying that his whole life, because we go down the, the rabbit hole of like Martin Luther King and all his like little weird stuff and his forays with uh, communism and other things. But but the, the statement that he made is true. It's like you judge people on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. So meaning if I see somebody, I'm going to assume or I'm going to wait till I can find out what their character is like before I just make an automatic assumption about who they are, right? If that makes sense. And I won't compromise that because morally I think that's correct. Now, conversely, when you look at the leftists or the neocon rhinos in some cases, they have convinced they've convinced themselves that they have morality, but it's not real morality. It's more of what we've seen like with virtue signaling where it will be I can, this is the leftist viewpoint, right? Racism is wrong and evil unless it's against white people. Then it's okay, right? Do you see the, 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 the logical, the, in, the, how um, logically and, and morally inconsistent that is? Because they've deduced in their mind, they've, they've come to this conclusion that being racist is okay. So the ends justify the means. So, if they want to end racism, you know, their, their mindset is, well, we got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet, and we have to, in, in order to somehow rectify the wrongs of the past, we need to be racist today, because then that will somehow even out the, the racist scales of history, so that white people experience the same kind of plight that uh, black people and other people have experienced historically, which... I mean, I could go through the the myriad of different way, reasons why that's evil and wrong and completely antithetical to what it means to, or basically completely, it, it, it is in and of itself being racist, so how that completely defeats itself, but they've convinced themselves that that's good. Now, that can be transferred to Trump fairly easily because as, like I was saying with Victor David Hansen, Victor Davis Hanson and his uh, uh, quote here when they start with that principle of we are better, we are good, we are moral, therefore the following must happen and they start talking about Trump as Hitler and talking about how he needs to die well you should take them very seriously because <clears throat> they are unhinged these people are detached from reality they live in a fantasy land. So stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after a short break. All of your electronic devices can be severely damaged by lightning bolts and power surges. Even worse, an EMP attack can destroy everything, leaving our technology-dependent society with no technology. But don't let that be you. Go to EMPShield.com and put KHNC in the promo code box. 
EMP Shield is an electromagnetic pulse, solar flare, and lightning protection system made to protect you and your electronics. Again, go to EMPShield.com and type KHNC in the promo code box. EMPShield.com. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, you know, before the break, we're getting into this kind of realm of trying to decipher what the logic is and how it plays a role in the continuing escalation of rhetoric against Trump. And and namely, I'm covering this today in detail because I feel strongly that what they're doing to Trump today. They're going to do to us tomorrow. And we've seen that time again. It's the same thing with Alex Jones and everyone else. It's like they are strategically creating a paradigm in which they operate where they know what they're doing. And they're doing it by using things like, you know, moral relativism and, and, and this this cultural Marxist ideology that is created this cognitive dissonance in people where they cannot even risk exposing themselves to ideas that contradict their worldview or beliefs because then if one thing is true and they accept that as fact then maybe something else that they believe is is not real and then that could quickly shatter what they've built because again they don't build their lives on the solid rock that is jesus christ they don't have a, a, a strong relationship with god in a lot of cases. I'm not saying they all don't. I'm not going to paint with that broader brush because perhaps some of these people do have a strong relationship and they're just very misguided or whatever the case is. And, and we need to be, as Christians, I believe, still open to the possibility of any one of these people being able to have a change of heart, accept Jesus Christ, and, and realize the, the error of their ways. So I don't want to like say, oh, they're all done for. But if they keep on the path they're on, of course, the, the, there is an, an end and we know what that is. But <clears throat> they build their identity on what race they are, what sex they are. And, and you see this, you see this with BLM, you see it with, uh, you know, the, the LGBT movement and all this stuff where it becomes so pronounced and, and, and they, they feel like this, this drive, this necessity to rub your face in their degenerate immoral uh, immorality that they've rationalized away as being moral because X, Y, and Z factor. Well, I, you know, my ancestors were a victim or I was, uh, you know, bullied in high school or <clears throat> whatever it is. You know, they, they have a thousand different reasons why they, they um, justify their actions. But it's all being 
essentially thrust upon Trump right now because, as we played earlier in the show, the intelligence community, if they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you, as Chuck Schumer put it so eloquently with uh, Rachel Maddow, then you have to factor in that one of those elements is psychological warfare and propaganda, right? And that's a lot of what this is, which is why most people, they don't even understand the kind of warfare that they're fighting against, that they're up against. They're, they're being inundated regularly and on a, on a level and scale that they can't understand with, with information that is just completely false, fabricated, and weaponized to create behavior, uh, you know, behavioral patterns that are then exploited, right? I mean, that's the only way you can understand this without diving too deep into it. I don't want to get into the whole psychological, how this all works, but here's how Victor Davis Hansen puts it. And I think this is a great kind of uh, summary uh, in this battleground of ideologies, right? He puts it this way. He says, quote, Join the winning side. It's sort of like in the Soviet Union. If you're part of the nomenclature and you join the party, you're exempt. If you're not, well, you're on your own. And that's why I talk about, like, balkanization a lot on the show, right? What they're doing with this, these flags, right? They need to balkanize, which means to fracture by creating subgroups that then have to combat one another, Right, but then those the the subgroups then have to unite in order to so they're vying within their ranks for you know the hierarchy of victimhood. Right, we talk about that sometimes, and then that group is now being balkanized under the rainbow flag, for instance. Why do they have a flag? Well, because what you know it's a part of um, the 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 village mentality, the group mentality. It's how you create. And then why does the flag keep getting more stripes on it, right? It's First, it was just a rainbow because it was the gay people. Then it was, well, we got to get the trannies in there. And then we got to get the pedophiles in there. And then we got, and then it's got these blue stripes and pink stripes and, and gray stripes and black stripes for Black Lives Matter. And then you're like, before you know it, you realize that just like how the failure of parliamentarian government to kind of go off on, into a little tangent here, is the coalition building because you don't have a majority in control. You have a majority of minorities like we see in Canada, which is why Justin Trudeau has been able to stay in power for so long because he himself doesn't have a majority with his political movement, but his coalition government is the the majority of the minorities and that's how they've taken control of canada and turned it into like 1984 on steroids up there and shout out to my brothers up in canada and sisters god bless you we're praying for you we're thinking about you but that is what they want here in america right and again cultural marxism is the idea of culture playing a vital role in it it's, it's essentially a, 
a part of Marxism that talks about culture being central to the legitimation, or excuse me, the legitimization, I don't know why I can't say that word, of oppression, right? So you, they're legitimizing the oppressed. They're giving these people who, and then, but then they're, they don't even realize they're being programmed to believe that they're, they, they're being programmed to believe they're being pr- oppressed by a certain type of person, a certain type of racial group. Or a certain type of sex, like it's the men, it's the patriarchy, it's the white people. They're the ones oppressing you. Go get them. Meanwhile, the billionaires like Bill Gates are like, you know, putting together vaccines. I'm going to put it in your body and then we're going to buy all the farmland and we're going to make all the frogs gay. And we're going to, you know what I mean? Like this is literally the plan. And, and, and all the meanwhile, they have this army of useful idiots balkanizing and growing stronger and stronger and stronger by the day. And guess what, folks? That army right now is being sucked, or, you know, uh, being put on Trump and Alex Jones and some big conservative names. But eventually, like the Red Guard in Maoist China, they'll be coming door to door and dragging you out of your house. You don't want to let it get there. That's where this ends. So I'm just throwing it out there that. Perhaps we should be aware of what's happening, what's happening, right? So when we get back, I'm going to play some more. I'm going to play a clip of uh, Trump and his latest statement about the persecution. And uh, we're going to get into some more stuff. You're going to want to stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. My passion has always been to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. Radio has helped MyPillow become the amazing company that it is today. And my employees and I want to thank you with some of the best discounts ever. Just go to MyPillow.com right now and use promo code KHNC. There you're going to find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the new six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And look, before the break, you know, we're covering this whole cultural Marxism and and this slide. And I think I've kind of, I hope, put the nail in it, hit the nail on the head here with how this is all happening. But if I'm not or I'm missing something, I want you guys to let me know what you think, which is why the the line is going to be open now for callers and texters if you want to call or text. I'll give you a second uh, to get a pen and paper or to get your phone out and get ready to take the number down. But look, I want to hear from you guys. I want to hear your thoughts, your opinions. When you contribute, that makes this show that much better. And if you don't want to get on the phone and, and call in, then you can just send a text message. And then that way, 
I can read it, share it with the, the rest of the listeners and get a different perspective or a different take that I wouldn't have otherwise gotten. So if you're ready, I'm going to give you the number here in just a second for you to call or text with your thoughts on everything that I've kind of gone through so far this morning. And I want to hear your perspective. The number is 877-536-1360. Again, you can call that number or you can just send a text message to that number and I'll get it. I'll read it here on the air and we'll have a conversation about it. And because I think I'm getting, I'm hitting the nail on the head here. I think I've pretty much figured out what they're doing. Not that it was that hard, but again, it's almost so simple that there is a certain power to its simplicity. But the number again, if you want to write it down or text to this number, you know, you can uh, text or call 877-536-1360 and I'd love to hear from you guys. Now, we're going to keep going here because I did want to get into some other things, but I'm going to play this clip. Here's Trump, and here he is uh, talking about a big, he's basically blasting Joe Biden here. And I want to play this clip, so let's go ahead and say it and play it. 2024 is our final battle. With you at my side, we will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists, Marxists, fascists. We will throw off the sick political class that hates our country. We will rout the fake news media. We will evict Joe Biden, crooked as you can be. Joe Biden, the worst president in the history of our country. We will evict him from the White House, and we will finish the job once and for all, we will make all right, guys, the America all right, guys, the great again. The stakes in this election could not be higher. Next November, you have a choice between war, poverty, and weakness under crooked Joe Biden, or peace, prosperity, and strength under President Donald J. Trump. Just three years ago, our economy was booming, the world was safe, and America was strong. Annual incomes went up by more than $6,000 under the Trump administration, and they went down by about $6,000 under the horrible Biden administration, the worst in the history of our country. The 30-year mortgage rate reached a record low of 2.65%. We had no inflation, and we had gasoline down to $1.87 per gallon. I was also the first president in decades who didn't start a war, and I brought our troops back home. We defeated ISIS, and that was it. Everybody came back home where they should be. Under crooked Joe Biden, the economy is at a shambles, and the world is going up in flames. Real incomes have gone down by $7,400 per family. Under crooked Joe, gas prices are 4 5 6 and $7 a gallon. Cumulative inflation is nearly 20%, and mortgage rates are pushing a brutal 7%, 8%, 9%, 10%, and you can't get the money. We have war in Europe, we have wars in the Middle East, and we are stumbling into World War III. That's what's going to happen with this leadership, because they don't know what they're doing. The contrast could not be more stark. The road back to peace, stability, prosperity, and security for your family begins with a landslide Trump victory in one year from now. 
When we come back, I'll finish that clip, and we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna play you the case for Vivek Ramaswamy. He was basically in a debate with a social media influencer who voiced a lot of the criticism that the MAGA movement has had against him, a lot of the critiques, and he takes them on head on. I think it's worth listening to. I'll do a little commentary on that. Stay tuned, though. Coming up, hour two of the Just the Form Talk radio show. We'll be back. You're listening. Stay tuned. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American world hegemony, the new world order, secret societies, one world religion, weather warfare, international wars, transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. As the economy collapses, are you prepared to provide even basic essentials for your family? I teach urban survival training course that arms you with hundreds of skills and hacks to keep you and yours going when everyone else gives up. Food and water are only the beginning. Call the Rev at 303-809-3343. That's 303-809-3343. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. It is Cyber Monday, the day to find deals online. It's expected to come in with around $12 billion in spending, up 5.4% from a year ago. Though Foot Locker shares are down 4.5%. Analysts at City are advising investors to sell Foot Locker shares. They believe Foot Locker still has too much unsold inventory, which is forcing it to cut prices. Bye Bye Baby is making a comeback with physical stores selling cribs and car seats. The chain's being revived after going bankrupt along with its former parent company Bed Bath & Beyond. The new owners plan to open 100 stores in the U.S. in the next three years and want to expand internationally. The chain plans to offer staff expertise as well as exclusive products. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jim Kosova, invested in you. Between global jihad, China, Russia, and our southern border, we are in for a long and protracted battle. You need to prepare for the worst. Protect your home, protect your family, and protect your investments. It's time to reach out to the Oxford Gold Group. They make it simple for whether you are buying more gold, diversifying your 401k, or buying gold for the first time. Call 833-995-GOLD or visit jessekellygold.com. That's jessekellygold.com. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. 
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. The views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. make America great again, greater than ever before. Thank you. Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats are trying to pose as the defenders of democracy, but in fact, they're the ones destroying our democracy. Crooked Joe and his henchmen have tried to shut down free speech with a massive government censorship operation to silence their critics. They're putting Douglas McKay in jail for sharing a Joking meme about Hillary Clinton seven years ago. Nobody ever heard of anything like that. They have four bogus criminal cases trying to put their leading political rival, me, in prison. Let's put him in prison. He's leading by a lot. There's no way we can beat him. Let's put him in prison. They're running police state operations to infiltrate the Catholic Church as if it were a communist country. They're persecuting Christians and pro-life activists. They're persecuting anybody they want to persecute. They've labeled ordinary Republicans and parents at school board meetings as potential domestic terrorists. They're resettling millions of migrants into our communities, destroying our country like it's never been destroyed before. They're calling our citizens criminals. They rigged the last election. They rigged the Democrat primary, and they're trying to get their rivals thrown off the ballot everywhere they can. And they're constantly trying to delegitimize the Supreme Court of the United States and threatening conservative judges with violence. In short, nothing about crooked Joe Biden and the anti-democratic party has anything to do with defending democracy. So if Crooked Joe wants to turn this election into a question of which candidate will defend our democracy and freedom, then I say, bring it on. Let's go, Joe. Bring it on, because you are a corrupt person. You're the most corrupt president in our history. And by the way, the most incompetent president in our history. Because Americans don't like tyrants, we don't like fascists, we don't like communists, and we don't like Crooked Joe Biden, you just have to look at the polls. With your vote on Election Day 2024, America will be a free nation once again. We will be free and we will be great. Thank you. I mean, by the way, welcome back. 
of course, uh, this is, you know, my voice is always going in and out, but this is hour two of the Just Forum Talk radio show, and you just heard a message from our president, Donald J. Trump, who has come out now with uh, that very uh, poignant ad, which I believe it hits the nail on the head again. This is why they hate him. This is why they're targeting him. This is why he's public enemy number one, because he calls it like it is. He's not afraid of these people. He's learning as he's going. He's made mistakes, yes, and we can criticize Trump on that. And I think, I believe Trump's the type of person who he actually listens to his constituents, where you can criticize him and he will learn and evolve with those criticisms. Again, that is a good thing. So, especially like when it comes to vaccines and all that stuff, we have to keep pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. But I also argue that, you know, Trump never did actually mandate the vaccine. So that's something we should keep in, in, in mind and understand that he, you know, was putting a lot of faith in experts, quote unquote, to give him, you know, medical advice, which he is not a doctor. And, and again, he couldn't have even, I don't think anybody at the time, especially could have anticipated the level of warfare internally that we were facing within this deep state and how desperate and dangerous they were in what they would do to try to get rid of Trump. But now we know in hindsight, obviously, and I think Trump does as well, but there he lays it out. I mean, this is the final battle for our country. I believe one of the final battles, not the one of the final battles. And it's going to come down to people like you and me going out and making it known not only that we won't back down, but that we will not allow this to stand. And what, when I say this, I mean everything from the cultural Marxism, the, the targeting of children, the targeting of Christians, the targeting of political opponents in a way that is obviously a, a frame job and hoax. How many hoaxes and frame jobs do they need to run before we start saying no more? Again, though, that's tough because we have a corrupt federal bureaucracy where you have the highest levels of pretty much every federal bureaucratic organization infiltrated and completely dominated by either neocon rhinos who serve K Street lobbyists and corporations or ideologically driven left-wing lunatics who have a complete and utter disdain for all that is good and what this country is and what made it great. So I told you guys to text in. I still want you to text or call with your opinions. 877-536-1360 is the number. You can call or text that number, 877-536-1360. But we had somebody from our friend from the 505 text in and said, uh, great show today. This helps me in, in ways hard to describe in a short text. In this time of Thanksgiving, please receive this compliment from a grateful heart. Thank you for living rightly. Well, thank you for saying that. That's very kind. And I appreciate those words. And I wanted to, to recognize that person who texted in and say thank you to them. But, but I hope I'm, I'm living rightly. But I'm just this is what I do. I get up every day. And I try to tell myself two things, to love God above all, all other things and to do the right thing when no one's watching, right? And to, to obviously love 
Jesus and, and that kind of goes with the love God part. So I, that's, that's what I do. I'm not like <clears throat> up here saying I'm better than everyone and I'm this perfect saint and y'all should just, you know, be lucky to have my voice every day. No, I get up and, and I humble myself. I say, God, thank you. Thank you. I get a voice. Thank you. I can stand up and speak still. Thank you. I live in a country that hasn't gone full communist totalitarian. We're getting there, but we're not there yet. Trust me. It can get worse. And I thank God on my knees every day. But then beyond that, you know, speaking truth is, is, is now an act of resistance against this tyranny. Because that's the one thing they can't stand. That's why they have to censor me. That's why you're here listening to this on a radio station instead of, you know, this should be common knowledge. This should be stuff that every news anchor in the country should be just, it should be almost a given. This should be like, oh yeah, well that's just obvious and true, but but it isn't. Which is the sad and unfortunate part that our country has been so heavily bombarded by this psychological warfare and propaganda machines and corrupted federal, you know, bureau, you know, bureaucracies that these kind of just normal truths are becoming, I don't want to say taboo, but they're just becoming few and far between because of, by design, the censorship, right? First off, big tech, shut it down. Can't have Trump saying that. So now what Trump can't go on YouTube. Trump can't go on all these platforms. Oh, well, We'll, we'll 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 let him back on <clears throat> two years after the election, right? And that that's how it works. Oh well, I mean, look at YouTube, right? So, and I'm not using YouTube because I had a big channel over there that was deleted because of the thought police, and and I'm still banned on a big tech blacklist from all major platforms. I cannot speak freely on those platforms. Otherwise, I will. If I said the things you're hearing here on this show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, etc. And yes, Twitter. I know people go, well, Elon Musk saved it. No, no, no. I, I'm banned on Twitter too. If I say these truths, I get banned. Why? Because it is control. It is, it is all about control of the narrative. Controlling, controlling the thought. You can't think. You're, you're, you're a thought criminal, right? I mean, it's all very 1984. But... Thank you for that text because it does it does point us to a point where this is not like novel. These aren't novel concepts. This is all, to me, relatively common sense stuff. But they've tried to make it this taboo, and it's all by design to make you afraid to speak it, to make you afraid to say these things publicly because they're programming the masses to act like... Uh, it's like that movie... Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I think that's what's called. Anyway, we'll be back. We'll talk about it more. You're listening to Just Form Talk. Stay tuned. Hey, 
Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258. My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And before the break, I was I was trying to illustrate this point that the things we talk about here on the show aren't like novel or new concepts. These are common sense things that they've made taboo and they've they've censored and, and basically made you a thought criminal to think or say these things publicly. And when I say they, I mean the propagandists in the media, the the left wing uh, uh you know ideologues running big tech to not only extol their virtue on you, but then also control and control you and exploit you. Right. I'll never forget that video from, I think it was project Veritas. It was one of those, those organizations that was leaked after Trump won in 2016. And I remember the, the CEO or the, the top executives at Google were having like an all hands meeting and the company where they're like crying. We'll never let this happen again. <laughs> I can't believe that we allowed Trump to be democratically elected in this constitutional republic. That can't be allowed. We'll never let it happen again. He's evil. And you're like, aren't you a search engine? Aren't you like a, uh, like, who, who is Google? And then you realize Google is the same as the CIA is the same as the FBI is the same as the DOJ. They're all run by the same people. It's all a revolving door. The, the, the big, you know, the, the intelligence operations are the ones who funded the development of this technology and then put it into a private company. Again, this should be common knowledge, but then they normalize things like, Oh, we should bring back segregation. Like what? <laughs> That's a true story. The Wall Street Journal reporting at the Evanstown Township or Evanston Township, a suburb of Chicago, is now introducing a new strategy to enhance the educational experience of students of color. In other words, they're going to segregate the classrooms and give the black students I guess better teachers i don't even know like how does this happen in in any world that is not completely bizarre world except they have a way or a strategy i should say you normalize these things after i mean this is part of communism 
we talked about before, Yuri Bezmenev put it in very succinct terms. He gave the four stages of, of the communist takeover of America, right? First, you demoralize the population, which I guess could include dehumanization and other things. Then you destabilize the population, right? Which would include, you know, tactics of destabilization, which we've seen Antifa, BLM, blah, 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 the agitators. Then you normalize that new behavior that caused destabilization, which is why they're normalizing, you know, I may be, for, I may be forgetting one, but they're normalizing these behaviors like this um, degenerate immorality with the, the LGBTQ pervert pedo groomers, right? And and, and they're, they're normalizing like... Uh, Segregation's back, guys. I mean, come on. Like, this is not normal. This is not okay. At, at what point do people just look around and go, hey, guys, uh, I thought we said we were going to stop doing this whole segregation thing. I thought that was kind of the agreement that we thought was probably the best. Nope. Now we got to segregate the classroom and get rid of those pesky white people. <laughs> what? I mean, it just to me, and and the fourth step obviously is, I may be forgetting a step somewhere in between there. I think there's four steps, but you can let me know. Call and text line is always open. Fact check me on everything. Uh, 877-536-1360. It's a destabilization, no, demoralization, destabilization, normalization, then... I guess just take over. That's when they take power. Um, we have more though, and I want to get into it all, but just don't think that you're, you're abnormal for having these thoughts or beliefs because they are normal and, and real. So the other thing I want to do in today's show, which I thought was, was valid and, and very valuable is play some clips from this debate. They had a debate between um, this guy who is known as DC Drano on Twitter. He's got a huge Twitter following. He's a big MAGA Trump guy. And he took on Vivek Ramaswamy and brought a lot of issues directly to him that have been voiced as concerns from most of the MAGA base as to all of these observations about Vivek Ramaswamy. Now, some of those observations include... Several things, which I think are pretty important. The the things that, that they observed is that he is affiliated with the World Economic Forum, that he took money from the Soros family, that he got rich in big pharma, that he does massive deals with Pfizer, that he pushed for mass testing and vaccines, that he thinks Mike Pence did the right thing on January 6th, that he thinks Trump is a liar about the election fraud, similar to Stacey Abrams, never voted most of his adult life, uh, wants to reenter the TPP wants uncapped immigration, and changes his positions weekly when called out. So th those were the critiques mainly from D.C. Drano of Vivek. And I thought, I, I can't play, I wish I could play this whole thing because the, the whole thing is an hour long. And it's definitely worth watching because I think Vivek does a good job of articulating himself in uh, in, in response to these criticisms when you hear that list and you hear it laid out like that, it really does sound pretty 
damning, right? But let me just say this. Like, for instance, how did he respond to all of this? So I'll try to summarize some of it, and I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll play a clip of him. But for the sake of time, I'll try to just summarize what his responses were. For instance, when he was asked about his affiliation with the World Economic Forum, he, he claims that he was the only one who sued the World Economic Forum to get his name off of their young global leaders list. And, uh, you know, it kind of dovetails into his explanation for why he believes we need global cooperation to sustain the, the lifestyle that we have become accustomed to here in the United States. And in a way, he's not wrong, right? And, and I... I know that sounds crazy for me because I'm a, a, you know, America first. I'm a na- Christian nationalist. I, I put God first, but then, you know, I think we should be a, a nationalist. You know, we should be nationalistic in how we defend our territorial sovereignty and our economic sovereignty and all of those things. But I don't think <clears throat> people would <clears throat> be acting in good faith if they said that they believed that we could sustain the level and quality of life that we have today without economic cooperation internationally. So the World Economic Forum, it's almost like he talks about as if it's a, it's a necessary evil to, to sustain it. But he does, which I appreciate, he says also, you know, we the, the goal is to decouple ourselves from China and other, you know, bad actors on the global stage. But obviously you would think that we'd want to sustain a cooperative relationship with, you know, other nations like Japan or like, you name it, get on the list, India or, you know, any South American nation or whatever, you know, that there would be this, this concept that we want to keep. We have to essentially to keep what we have, we have to keep the, the global ties. So I, I, you know, I get that. The, the money from the Soros family thing, they didn't really touch on in this interview because it was only an hour long and they were trying to hit on all these big things. But I think from what I have heard Vivek say previously, he basically says, look, I got a scholarship that was associated with the Soros Foundation, but that was it. So I, I don't know. I, we, we can um, – the jury's still out on that one, right? I, I, but I don't – how would you be – a Soros minion coming out and saying all these things and coming out so powerfully against Soros. I don't, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but maybe some people with bigger brains than me have figured out something. I don't know. Um, they talk about in the, the interview though, how he got rich in big pharma and how he does massive deals with Pfizer. And that's one of the clips I want to play because that I'll let him articulate his response to that, which I think is very, uh, important, Right. So let me see. I know that's uh, pretty much toward the end here. I'm sorry, I don't have the timestamps for all these, so I'm going to have to kind of go from where I think it might be, which I think it might be somewhere around here, if we're being fair. But let's just give it a shot. Uh, wherever we hit on this, it'll be good. So let's let's try from here. His position on the vaccine, which I do believe has encouraged people to go out and get the vaccine. So how are we holding Vivek to that critique and not Trump? Yeah, and that's a very fair question. And it's probably 
the biggest criticism of Trump supporters is his position on the vaccine, which I do believe has been modified in in recent months, especially. But, you know, people have to remember, President Trump was the president of an entire country. He wasn't just a Republican activist. He wasn't an influencer. He wasn't a businessman. He had to steer an entire country and effectively the world out of a pandemic. Now, some could say it was, you know, released from Wuhan during election year. And those are very valid concerns. But he had to navigate that as best he could. And I think when it comes to the vaccine, the risk reward ratio for elderly people, especially if it's a voluntary decision, there is some value there. All right, so that's not the part. I, I, I want to play the clip where he's challenged directly on his position with Pfizer. But that is true. It's a valid criticism of Trump. And that's, I wouldn't make that argument in defending Trump's, you know, pushing on the vaccine. I don't think the vaccine's good for anybody. Not a doctor, not medical advice. Consult whoever you trust for your medical advice, not me. Um, but. I want to share the clip here where Vivek, I'm pretty sure it's around here. I wish I had the timestamps on this. I thought uh, I could get it close enough. So hopefully we'll, we'll get it here. I think it's about here. Let's try this. Actually, you had a little bit longer too. So I'm just going to say, Vivek, I would love to bring you back on because I think this is super we'll crucial. Get to it's them. not happening. We'll get to we'll come People back. Not, yeah. I'll come back. We'll I know you have, have to you, go. Okay, we'll Your team is going to kill been in after that my grandfather my grandfather right, well, you know i'll work on the timestamps in the break anyway I'll, I'll give you the rundown though because i think uh i can pretty much summarize most of this so uh we'll get that clip for the other side of the break but um the other things that he was critiqued on were his uh position that he thinks mike pence did the right thing on january 6th he was challenged on that by Rogan O'Hadley, the, the D.C. Drano guy. And his response was essentially that he was – that the, the, the quote that was being used to kind of say that he said these things was being pulled out of context. He was making a, a tongue-in-cheek remark in one of his books about Stacey Abrams and making this, this comparison between her – and, you know, trying to say that, that if she's basically, you know, what we've all said that, you know, she, they can deny elections, but Trump can't, it was that kind of thing. Um, which I, I thought his explanation was fair enough on that. I, Cause he made it, see, here's the thing about Vivek that I, I appreciate it at minimum. I'm not saying I'm a big, I'm a Trump guy first. Trust me when I say that, you know, I know a lot of people out there, but, Oh, you like Vivek? No, I, I like Trump, but I think Vivek's, you know, a strong, strong candidate for, uh, you know, maybe vice president. I don't know, but, but something he may, he may end up being a Senator or something good for him. Thank you to the caller eight seven seven five three six uh 1360. Just, I, I have to do this because you know, when my mind works, uh, they said the four stages of communism are demoralization, destabilization, crisis, and normalization. That's right. I forgot crisis. I knew I was forgetting one. And that's why you guys are the best audience ever, because uh, I can depend on y'all to, to fill me in. So anyway, um, what else? Uh, so he talked about wanting to reenter TPP. There's a great segment in this interview uh, there. Now, again, this, this, this debate was hosted by Candace Owens, 
for reference. That's why you hear her talking in some of those those clips we played. But his his argument for TPP, I think, is essentially the same thing for the WEF. And he makes it clear that he believes in bilateral trade agreements instead of these multilateral, you know, broad spectrum deals, which I think is good. And uh, he says, you know, we have to have some global cooperation in order to maintain the lifestyle and the the level of comfort and uh, things that we've become accustomed to in America. And I believe that's correct. You can't not think that. We don't have a manufacturing base. Where will we get all our cheap crap that we're going to give for gifts this Christmas? Look at the labels. Everything's made in China. We got to do it. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk. We'll be back. As 1360 continues to grow, we want to know what our listeners think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Give us your feedback. Go to 1360KHNC.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen to the lotion to the salve to the retinol cream to the tinctures to the cocoa to the coffee to the tea, everything in between. And make sure you try out the pet products as well. They have pet shampoo and pet tincture. You're not going to be disappointed. These products are white-labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two, three, and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360KHNC.com slash shop straight from the manufacturer. So go there and buy your products today, and I know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Uh, first of all, before we get into the article I'm going through and what we're talking about here further with um, this Vivek Ramaswamy uh, debate that I think is worth listening to, I want to say thank you to one of the sponsors. You know, it's my kind, CBD products. You know, those things have come in clutch for me, especially lately, um, and I cannot tell you how much I truly stand by it, and I think these are great products. All you got to do is go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you check out, there's a little comment box. Just put pro, or put uh, Craig sent me or whatever it may be. Just Form Talk sent me. That helps me out. But these products are going to help you out. They have everything that you could imagine for CBD products. If you're new to like the CBD product game, let me just say, uh, try out some of the topicals. If you're if you're not sure about the tincture and, and the, the stuff that you uh, would ingest even, just try the topicals to begin with. Those are those are some of my favorite products that I use regularly, but I also use the tinctures and, and all of that other stuff regularly as well because, look, this is high-quality 
This is 100% THC free. There is no THC in it. CBD that is locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers. It's organic. It's it's lab tested to ensure the highest quality. They have everything with uh, from sunscreen to lotion, especially right now when it gets uh, colder out and everything gets really dry. You know, uh, you got to try to keep your mo- your skin feeling good. So get some of that today. Uh, they have facial cleanser. They have retinol cream. They also have pet products, pet tincture, pet shampoo. They also have tinctures and, and drinks like cocoa, cider, uh, tea, and coffee. Yeah, believe it or not, they have they sell coffee with CBD in it. Uh, what a crazy uh, world we live in. But they can do that, and it's all basically the highest quality you can get. So try them out today, 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Makes a great gift for Christmas. You know, we're coming up on that Christmas holiday. So if you have a friend or a family member that you've been thinking, man, what am I going to get them that they don't already have? Why don't you get Why don't you get them some My Kind CBD products? And that way they will have a great introduction to a high-quality CBD that they wouldn't have otherwise. And, uh, yeah. Thanks to them for sponsoring the show, 1360KHNC.com slash shop. Go ahead and put Craig or Just Form Talk in the comment box when you check out to help me out. But more importantly, try the products out today. So I found the clip over the break of Candace and this, this DC Drano guy, Rogan, confronting Vivek on his connection to Pfizer and, and the pharmaceutical industry in general. And I'll let Vivek's words speak for themselves go ahead and listen to this quickly because i think i'm only gonna get to get to one more topic obviously big pharma a huge topic people are obviously i i knew obviously that you were involved in pharmaceuticals vivek before you ever entered the stage as a presidential candidate first though rogan i will say when you sent that as one of the things that you want to talk about vaccines I, this is where I actually separated from Trump on. <laughs> this, is, this is one of the really big ones um, that I disagreed with Trump when he was in office and I was his most, one of his most vocal supporters. And when he locked down, the, you know, obviously Trump did lock down the government. I was shrieking that it was the wrong thing to do only because, first off, let me be fair, nobody would know what you would do when you have the experts telling you that everyone's going to die. So I do not discount the fact that Trump was in an incredible pressured position that none of us will ever know what that feels like when they tell you all of your citizens will die unless you do this. And he was actually being given that false information from the quote unquote experts. But at the same time, I said, even in those moments, the right thing was to say, let people live as they will. The government should never tell you whether you should go out the door. Regarding vaccines, Trump very much trumpeted the vaccines, even in, after everything happened with COVID and people were being injured. And I sat down with him very much. How are we- in recent months of people? As- All right. I try to find, I try to find the clip, and I keep thinking I'm finding. I, I, I'm going to have to be better prepared in the future because uh, this was something I watched last night late, and I, I thought, man, I really want to get this out there. But but I've kind of done it justice in talking about it, and maybe. I'll go home today and rewatch it and get some of those clips and bring them on tomorrow where they're more uh, laid out correctly so that we can just listen to the shorter clips. Because again, it's an hour long and it was late. I've been, I was working late last night trying to get ready for today's show. And I thought, and I just happened to watch this because it, it popped up on one of my uh, social media feeds. And uh, I thought, man, that's, that's great. I really want to talk about it. So anyway, we'll, we'll hopefully bring that back tomorrow. But uh, yeah, his positions are interesting. I think he did a pretty good job. I think he he's stood up between the Alex Jones interview and that debate and what he's done in general. I, I'm not saying that I'm 100% sold on Vivek. 
A lot of people are saying he's got Obama vibes because he's saying everything that we want to hear and he's, you know, dressed up and a good orator. But, you know, I kind of am in the camp of (laughs) there is no unicorn. You know, there's not going to be a perfect candidate who you agree with 100% of the time. If somebody's saying the majority of things that you agree with, then at some point you should think, okay, well, let's give this person a chance at least give them a chance to to prove you wrong, right? To 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 go out and maybe do something for us because there aren't many people out there who are standing as champions of the MAGA movement or, I mean, there, there are uh, quite a few, but there aren't many who are willing to put themselves out in such a way. Now, again, Trump, you know, him going up against Trump, the presidential thing, that's another thing. You know, most of these people, let's be honest, even if they do it from a principled perspective, let's say, let's say Vivek principally wants to do the right thing and that's why he's doing it. There is the notion that this will eventually lead to some sort of, you know, position within the administration or position within the bureaucracy or something like that, because that is usually the, the goal. That's why like, a lot of these people, that's why these, these uh, GOP candidates are, are pulling the, the you know, metaphorical daggers out against Trump because they know that, that they can't, like, they can suck up to one another because if Nikki Haley gets in, she'll put Chris Christie as a, you know, in somewhere in the administration, you know, as some bureaucratic level, something or other, or something, right? He'll get whatever position he wants because he was sucking up to her and the same with DeSantis. They all, they all are like, you know, sucking up to one another because they know that, okay, well, if DeSantis wins, then I'll get Nikki Haley may be the, you know, ambassador of the UN again, which she can then leverage that into a job at Boeing like she did and, and make a million, millions of dollars to enrich herself and then become a, a cog in the military industrial complex uh, machine. But, that is the angle for a lot of these people. So let's just be fair. Vivek's probably got that angle. Maybe he wants to become some senior official in the Trump administration. You know what? That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I'm not going to lie. I mean, but we need more, obviously. We need more people to stand up. That was one of the biggest problems, right? Remember with Trump in his first term, you know, he surrounded himself with all these, let's say, bad actors, right? Now, a lot of that was because of his own inexperience. Maybe it was some, you know, I don't, I don't want to say maybe naive, maybe his own, what would that be called? Bravado. He thought he could do more than he could. Sometimes you got to know your limitations. And sometimes if you think you can do more than you can, that can be dangerous, just as dangerous as anything else. So maybe Trump made a few miscalculations in that. Well, actually, we know he made a few miscalculations in that, especially with who he surrounded himself with. But the, the old saying goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And I think if Trump's, you know, actually operating by that understanding or belief then he knows full well that he won't get fooled again, if that makes sense. Hopefully it does. But I personally am of the opinion that, uh, you know, what's going to happen here coming up in the future 
Well, it's it's going to be a, a pretty wild ride. Let's just say between now and 2024, everybody better buckle up. And I'll say this, that um, from what I've heard from Vivek so far, he's definitely somebody, I don't, I don't hate what he's saying. Let's put it that way. I think we've all been, uh, had to have this like healthy establishment skepticism. Like we have to be skeptical of people who've worked, but then if we don't pull people out of the establishment to work on our behalf, then we're not working effectively, right? How to, what is it? It was Warren Buffett's book, how to make friends and influence people. But that was the, the one that he always recommends. I don't remember who actually wrote it point is we have to make friends and influence people here so we're gonna have to build coalition somewhere it all just cannot come grassroots organically we have to pull people out of the the system and make them believers in our causes that's that's what the left has done so well that's why they they have succeeded in becoming so powerful stay tuned you're listening to just form talk we'll be back after the break This is Steve at Ramsey Auto Group. Hey, this is Mike from Ramsey Auto Group. Just stopping in to say hi, let you know that we're still open, still in business, and still rocking and rolling. You know, if you're looking for a good car experience, come see us. We have old school values. We still operate by handshake. We're not pushy. We want you to be happy, and uh, we have a great selection of trucks. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley. 970-443-5654. 970-443-5654. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long time. Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James, and we're going to continue. We have some more stuff to get through here. I'm going to try to hit on a few stories that... I want to get to here today. Um, You know, we talk about, like, what I was saying before the break, you know, we talk about building coalitions within uh, our movement and from from outside of our movement and pulling people out of the establishment. That has to be the, the goal, right? I mean, I imagine I'm not crazy for thinking that. How else are we going to do it? I mean, yes, we want outsiders to come in and, and have positions that, you know, create the, the the scenario where they're not beholden to this system that they've bought into you know over time or had have become complicit inside of but we also want to bring in people who are reformed you know reform people and bring them in that's the, obviously the the coalition building strategy which is i think part of what made trump successful in 2016 uh, it's part of what they feared the most about him in 2020. It's part of why, or a lot of why, they spent the last seven years telling people he's Hitler and that he's a monster and that he's a Russian agent. And, and see, because Russian agent was – see, the, the whole – the way that this all goes is they they will 
essentially take a tactic of desensitization, right? They're desensitizing us, the public, to concepts that they keep introducing little by little. So first it's, well, he's narcissistic and he's obnoxious and he's egotistical. Then it's, and he's also a Russian agent, by the way. He's basically Vladimir Putin's puppet. He's being manipulated. Then it's, oh, well, he's actually a racist and he's, he's a, a evil misogynist and he hates women and he hates black people and he hates Mexicans and he's this, that, and the other. And then it's, oh, well, he's Hitler and he's going to bring back the gas chambers and everything's going to, everybody's going to die. And it's like you see the escalation, the desensitization. They start with something almost kind of innocuous and then they keep escalating it because Trump for whatever critique you can have on him he he was in fact a good coalition builder and his message spoke not just his message spoke broadly to what most people in this country are thinking right that this country it's in decline it needs a revival now particularly I think it needs a revival in Jesus Christ but Trump's message of reviving national identity and and nationalistic ideas and those kind of things i think that spoke to the majority of people so i i mean look that's why they had to escalate everything that's why they attacked him that's why they demonized him that's why they did what they did so again shout out to my amazing audience uh the the book is called how to win friends by Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie. So I'm just throwing that out there if anybody's interested. Anyway, um, that's what they're doing. In other news, the Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen came out the other day and said that building schools in Ukraine is a matter of national security for the United States. Joe Biden is invoking wartime powers to push the left's green agenda. He's going to invoke wartime powers to fund electric heaters as he cracks down on gas appliances. Meanwhile, so do so you see the priorities here? You can't have a gas stove and your tax dollars need to be sent to Ukraine to fund their public education system. I mean, it's pretty nefarious. Pretty nefarious. At, at best, it's uh, it's complete and utter incompetence. At worst, it's something much more dark. But they just had a picture come out on social media. You know, you can't make this stuff up, right? So they're trying to ban gas stoves. And in the midst of it all, a picture gets posted on social media of Kamala Harris and her husband standing in their kitchen having, like, Thanksgiving, and right behind them, in in the like center of the picture is a giant gas stove in the ultimate example of rules for thee and not for me that is uh, what you get there and finally i want to talk about the normalization of satanic uh, you know ideology and 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 this this push for it cosmopolitan magazine has now promoted a satanic abortion ritual this is pretty disgusting, folks, so I'm just going to throw that out there first. But apparently there's an abortion clinic called Sam Alito's Mom's Satanic Abortion Clinic in New Mexico. 
that's not Justice Alito. Anyway, um, they talk about this New Mexico abortion clinic where they actually do abortions, but then with your abortion, you get a satanic ritual performed. Now, folks, no expert in, you know, whatever you need to be an expert in, to, to uh, but I mean, as a person who has a very, you know, broad understanding, I don't think that promoting satanic rituals and abortion is anything other than them, anything other than them saying the quiet part out loud. And the further we push ourselves away from God, this is going to happen more and more. This is going to become more and more common. The temple is in New Mexico because the state has uh, strong abortion rights and they lack oppressive laws dictating gestational limits, age restrictions, waiting periods, and mandatory counseling. It's hard to talk about this stuff. It's so evil. But this is what they're doing. And you wonder why we're a nation in decline. Well, perhaps we should stop allowing the the ritualistic murder of children in, uh, you know, worship of Satan. Maybe we should start there. Maybe that's something we can all agree on. Or maybe we can't. But again, I'm not here to get along with everybody. I'm not here to agree with you. Uh, you know, I'm here to tell you what the objective truth is as far as I see it. And the truth is this, that we're a nation in decline because we are facing great evil and, and we're not standing strongly enough in opposition to it. And, and the more we kind of weakly allow this to keep going, the worse it's going to get. So with that being said, one more texter says, good morning, dear Craig, excellent show. Book was called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I recommend reading the classic book. It's very relevant for anyone searching for common sense. Grace. Beneficial in how to navigate and conduct yourself in your personal and professional life. God bless you. That's my friend. Good friend of the show, Sandra. Thank you, Sandra. I appreciate that. I'll have to read it. I haven't read it. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll throw that on the reading list and uh, we will check it out. But when we come back, we're going to do our God's Grace is Greater segment. Stay tuned because I'm going to give you the hope in this fallen world. The good news just around the corner. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. We'll be back after the break. Holy fly paper. Join me, J.D. Plorable, for Swamp Fight Wednesdays at 5 p.m. and Saturdays and Sundays at noon right here on AM 1360. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. Listen. 
Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Now, before we go, we always do in our final segment, our God's Grace is Greater segment, where we talk about the scripture, we discuss it, we read it, and we kind of leave you with some hope and, and something to take with you today to go out into the world and do great things for Christ. Remember that, you know, a lot of this stuff, all of it, pretty much, is a part of a fallen world that a lot of it is just out of our control. And sometimes we have to, to remember to let go and let God come into our heart and take control, right? Let him work through us. Let the Holy Spirit work through you today. Remember that. I hope you guys take that with you today and remind yourself that in the midst of all this chaos, the, the evil, the pain, the suffering, that there is hope found in Christ who died on a cross for your sins so that, so that you and I both can have eternal salvation. We have to take that with us and, and really cherish it and, and hold on to it because otherwise, like I talked about, if you don't build your identity on, in Christ with him, through him, from him, you're going to build your house on sand. This is going to be the same thing. It just will not last. It will not stand. Christ is the rock, the firm rock on which we stand for a reason. Now, uh, we're in Psalm, the book of Psalm. We're in Psalm number four. We're going to read it, and then we'll talk about it. This is called a night prayer, another Davidic Psalm. It says, answer me when I call God who vindicates me. You freed me from affliction. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. How long, <clears throat> exalted men, will my honor be insulted? How long will you love what is worthless and pursue a lie? Salah. Know the Lord has set apart the faithful for himself. The Lord will, be, the Lord will hear when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin on your bed. Reflect in your heart and be still. Salah, offer sacrifices in righteousness and trust in the Lord. Many are saying, who can show us anything good? Look on us with favor, Lord. You have put, your, my, you have put more joy in my heart than they have when their grain and new wine abound. I will both lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, Lord. Make me live in safety. That's a prayer that I think we can all share, not only in, in its sentiment and what it's saying, but in the solace that it can bring us in the trust and knowledge that God is with us. When we trust in the Lord, he will be with us. So that's my message to all of you guys out there today. I want you to take this with you today. I want you to remember that God is with us and that the joy that God can bring in your heart is beyond anything that they can promise you in this world. All the, the, the desires, the lusts of the flesh, all of it, lusting after power and money, it, it brings you nothing compared to the joy that God can bring into your heart. So my encouragement to you is today, if you haven't accepted Jesus, now is your opportunity. I want you to do this for me. 
but not just for me. I want you to do it for yourself. If you're, if you've been waiting or you're thinking about it, just say this, say a prayer, close your eyes, say a prayer to God. Say, dear Lord and heavenly father, I take and accept Jesus as my savior. I, I believe he died on the cross. He was buried and raised from the dead as a sacrifice for my sin and that I can obtain eternal salvation through belief in him to have a relationship with you, Lord. That's the prayer I want you all to say and repent of your sin and go out in the world and do great things. And if you are already saved, then just take this solace of knowing that God is going to fill your heart with joy today. Somehow, some way, just have that faith and believe and ask him and he shall, he shall grant it. I don't know what it's going to look like, but that's where we're going to leave it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. God willing. I want to thank you all for tuning in. You're listening to Just a Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Until next time, Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you, patriots.